Cultural Theory and Understanding of a Misspelled Madman Podcast. I'm your host, Samuel. And Hallball and Killhall. I hope you enjoy Season 4 of this podcast. Okay, guys. Uh, I went to Egg Rolling. It's like rowing, but without the G at the end. It's got a posture above the end. It's in Blowing Rock. About, uh, about an hour and 30 minutes or so away from away from where I live. So it wasn't too far away. It's in North Carolina. And their main restaurant has egg rolls. Sandwiches from uh, they have sandwiches and then they have egg rolls for the sa- like uh, the, basically the contents that's in a that's in a sandwich. It's in a sandwich, is in the egg is in an egg roll, and you get a sandwich and fry or chip combo, or chip not and for like twelve bucks, two egg rolls and fries or a chip. Uh, for like 11 10 to 11 dollars and you have some appetizers which is uh, like and you have their appetizers like pop stickers and uh, the the crab ragout thingy the, the thing that's actually nothing but cream cheese and pinched up tall and, and then fried and then they also have uh, some platter trays uh one that was family style, one that's party style. Family style, I think, is like 40 bucks. Party style is like 50 bucks. It's a small restaurant. Only fit, fit amount of sort of minimum amount of people. Um, they have technically a one-page menu, but they they uh, didn't print all of them consistently, so uh, it's like an actual mom and pop shop in that sense because uh, some of their menus are cut off at the very bottom or not don't even have a back on them or <laughs> so it's actually it's not professional that way so it, it, but overall it's actually very good uh, the t- their their food is very good and it's chip their chips are not like a bag of chips like Lay's and stuff they're they're actually fried chips in the sense like they're homemade potato chips, and then they got fries, which is like a um, I want to say they're shoestring. They're, uh, I think they're called uh, shoestring fries. They're a lot of thick as a shoestring. Um, I forgot what I got, but. It's very good. Everybody, everybody liked it. The only one that didn't really get egg rolls was my brother Simeon. He got a regular. He got the regular sandwich. Mm. I want to go back there and just eat more. I want to get like four egg rolls to go with with some with some fries or with some fries and. Making myself extra hungry, even though I just finished, uh, even though I just ate. Um, damn, I got strapped for cash again. 
paid for uh, Destiny ahead of time. And I thought they already took out the money for it and stuff. And apparently they didn't. So they took it out on the same day that um, two other bills, if not three... I have the worst fucking luck. I have literally... I have... For some stinking reason, I have power, uh, Kirby, always coming out on the same day, which is the stupidest idea. I need to change that. And then I also have... Um, Uh, I also have uh, uh, progressive insurance coming out literally the day before. Oh, there's the Google car. There's a 360 view of, of, uh, of a Google car. Giant traffic right now, going into going into uh, Lancaster and going toward Gastonia. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened, but 321 uh, Interstate Highway, whatever the thing is called, is extremely backed up, and 321 not on a major freeway. Is also backed up. So something fucking happened, and now traffic is moving, but it's moving slowly. I'm like, what the fuck? Yes. 
for not doing my own stuff. Oh, they completely destroyed that entire area and rebuilding something. Okay. here for now okay Ant-Man Quantum Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania just got finished watching it all the way to they do have before spoilers they have two after credit scenes they have the after credit scenes after the little blog blurb about with the with the graphics and stuff they have one there and then they have an after credit scene after the big text. The big long text. They have that. So you do need to stay after both. Also, movie was good. They had a solid plot line all the way through. Um, I did not see too many plot holes like in the past couple movies I've watched through Marvel anyway and Good movie. Good music. Graphics were astounding. Teeny bit as a couple of them were a little bit lazy, but overall, actually good. And you could not quite tell, even the ones that were a little iffy, you couldn't quite tell they were iffy. But overall, all everything was very good very nice. I give it about a 7.5 out of 10. I give it about a 4.5 or 3.5 out of 5. Um, I actually had fun when I was watching it. I predicted about three scenes, three or four scenes 
but I was delightfully surprised of how they pulled off of some of the scenes that they pulled off. I went in this movie as blind as I possibly could. I did not watch a lot of trailers. I did not listen to any spoiler reviews. I did not listen to anybody else's reviews of the movie. I did get to, I saw maybe one or two trailers. It was maybe like the first one. And first one and maybe the second one I think maybe I don't really think so. Uh one it's not really a spoiler with an Easter egg at the very end of the trailer the very end of the movie is basically the second um uh the the villain end there they show an easter egg of the main villain of of like a costume and and it's from the comics it's the, it's one of the, it's basically a a variant costume from the comics of the main villain and it's but they only have that specific credit and that Easter egg shown off at the end of the first credits. So that means, oh my gosh, I love it! And the way they pulled off, I still don't understand how the hell they got that version in there. You'll have to see how see it in there. Ugh. Yeah, I can see where the, the bad CG was now for that part, but it 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 it, it worked for that bad for for bad CGI in that area. It made sense there to be bad CGI at this one point of the movie. It made sense for it. Overall, good stuff. Stuff I couldn't even tell if it was practical or not, and other things like that. That's the spoiler-free review. Okay, guys. A couple things is that um, okay.
about stuff. But um, obviously, there's gonna be hackers and other people and other things like that. It's gonna be a federally international crime in the sense that by the time um, and the timeline, like how far future I have it, scam artists and stuff that are over the phone, like they've been known to be in stationed in India, like skyscraper buildings and stuff. And Russia and Syria and all that stuff. The biggest countries have them as a federal offense in the sense of life in prison. In the sense of if you are just a worker of those crimes, you get like 10 years in federal prison. And no bail allowed. If you are like the heads of these companies, you get life imprisonment with no bail. If you're like in the sense of management, in the sense of vice management, in the sense of people who are above management, like CEOs and stuff like that. They are just absolutely not out. Like they are get like those positions automatically get a life imprisonment. And it's just janitorial staff. They get like maybe three years in prison. Three years in federal prison. Level of infraction of stuff 
zone. For the dystopia part of it, of the world, it's good. It, it's basically. Um, it's a rolling blackout, but the lights are still on. It's just a rolling blackout, but the lights are still on. And it, and it, hap and it happens so frequently through the year the, the story is taking place that it's basically predicted like the weather and everybody watches the news more frequently because of the weather and because of the rolling blackouts for internet and people and the crying people are heavily rely on the on the on the blackouts because and all of a sudden that's when they strike and stuff or And so, a crap ton of the stuff that goes in the future becomes more analog, more than straight digital. So, you get the semi, with the analog futuristic look instead of the super digital world version. In the sense of like a mix. Like you get the super digital, holographic, 3D, uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, everywhere, all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden you get like the immediate analog. Wait, what? It's like a juxtaposition of like, what the fuck? Like, like the behind the scenes and, and everything else. You get to see the dirt and the grime and the mechanical parts and the analog of every single bit of main technology and all of the main power lines and fault line cables are actually buried under the ground this time throughout the entire fucking country not just strung up on fucking poles like they are like embedded into the ground it's to the extent that
there's still there probably will be still some cities and some areas that they don't have like rolling blackouts for internet or rolling blackouts for power and stuff but it's going to be very sparse pieces back and forth throughout the certain areas because even even though those places are not supposed to have like the giant city stuff giant cities and stuff that have the biggest like companies and stuff or like that has to have like 24 7 access and stuff depending on what their industry and stuff is and they can't just and they can't just and they can't afford so many certain things for certain blackouts and stuff they have their backup they have their backups and stuff in the sense of power generators and and <coughs> their satellite linkups and their and their and their just basically and to put it in a dumb way basically a generator for internet I don't know exactly how you would say that but exactly but it's basically generated for the internet power source for the that all buildings have to have it. 
like posts and stuff like that, they could still be a thing. But they'll be more... They would be more aesthetic than they would be... Um, than, than it would be needed for like an actual phone line. Phone call. And stuff. And the majority of the lights and, and reflectors and stuff would actually be embedded in, into the concrete and the asphalt and stuff. In the sense on the sidelines of the uh, thing. In the sense of it'd be a very it has to be a very dull red but bright as hell in the sense of every so many yards or feet or whatever it is normally for a reflector whatever it normally is for a reflector it, it's embedded in the ground but not completely embedded in the ground like it's like a little out 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 brock uh, beacon and it flashes off and on like like a warning like little little yellow warning lights gasoline and mix with either the straight electric or gasoline mixed with a hydro car like a hydroelectric car or a hydroelectric car mixed with an electric straight electric car or it has to be some combination of one or the other it can never have just one straight car one like one kind of straight source also all the cars are mandatory to have some kind of auxiliary kind of analog driving mechanisms and and also to be to be able to to basically move it and it can't and the systems of the car cannot be managed cannot be reliant on power like battery power considered a normal product that only mid to high class or high class to company size people can actually deal with gravity in the sense of like in how in Halo there's a, there's a mention of grav ball and stuff so designated areas by the city 
commercial in the sense of residential, but it, ha- it can be commercial for, for a location of like a city park or something. Also, the water problem for a majority of the U.S. and some some of the areas around the rest of the world are not super fixed, but they are fixed enough to the extent no one's going, no one is starvation of dehydration, of dying of dehydration anymore because of the hydroelectric vehicles made it such an abundant thing that it needs to happen that the plants across the entire globe pop up like crazy to the extent that they are all hydroelectric plants that deal with the stuff to make hydroelectric cars are mandatory for the entire world have to provide clean water and reprocess clean uh, sewage water to to a rate a hunt like a some odd radius extension to the extent that that majority of the world areas are pretty good at clean water. Also, the the thing about it's an entire superficial I hate to say superficial because I don't know the logistics for it. But Sea and water is going to be messed up to hell, also being processed clean at the same time. In the sense that all of the trash and stuff like that is being automated by giant sea, built, um, sea vessels that are half manned. And just mainly automated majority of the time. To the extent that um, they have to that it's a steady income for all people that can swim and can go onto those places and stuff. Like it's like they're always hiring, and they always have extremely long hours and pay and stuff like that. And every like so many hundred yards or whatever is whenever a machine is 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 employed. So there's one every couple hundred yards or every couple hundred miles. There's there's at least one of those machines, and it would all and and they are 
they're almost like they're almost like oil stations in the sense that all they do is collect trash and garbage or whatever that's in those in, in the sea and stuff and they're placed there not as just a collection but also as a beacon to predict wave patterns and weather patterns along with reprocessing all of the garbage and stuff and stuff like that to the extent that weather has been more um, predictable and like how it is in Back to the Future 2. And that's what I got so far. Talk to you later.